everyone. This is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me on today. So today is Tuesday, the first Tuesday in July. And um, what we're going to be going over a little bit today is about Jonah. Um, this month is a focus on him. And I just kind of want to break it down into like different segments and different parts of Jonah. Um, and the first segment we're going to talk about is only two verses. It's Jonah 1, 1, 2. I want to just kind of go over it a little bit. Um, so it says, now the word of the Lord came to Jonah. This is the King James Version. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and get, cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Um, so the Lord called Jonah. Jonah was um, a preacher. Um, so he taught the word of God. He knew the word of God. And so he was called to go to this city of Nineveh. Um, this city of Nineveh uh, was um, wicked. Um, it was, they, they were wicked. And um, before we get into like Jonah's response and different things like that, I just want to kind of focus on what does it mean to be called by God? Um, when God calls you to do something, um, that means that he specifically designed it just for you. Jonah was um, chosen to do this assignment to fulfill this duty um, for God. And so God was talking specifically and directly to Jonah. And as we go along further into the story of Jonah, you'll begin to see um, why Jonah was not only called to do it, but he was chosen um, for the task, for the task at hand. So this is the word that Jonah, that um, <clears throat> I have a lot going on right now. Let me move that pencil over there. So this is what the Lord told Jonah. And if you continue to read the word of God, it tells us many are called, but few are chosen. That's in the New Testament. If God has called you to do anything, what is it? Do you know what your purpose is, is in life? Essentially, um, that's what a calling or calling is. It's, it's an assignment, God. So this was an assignment that God had given Jonah and that God was expecting him to fulfill. Um, and I want to say that uh, this shows the heart that God has um, for people, even people that we may not um, necessarily agree with, people that are, these were, these people were doing wicked things. And it shows the heart that God has for them, but that he was willing to send them warning before um, destruction. He was willing to send them, um, give them an opportunity to be able to, I'm getting off into what Jonah was about, but it just shows you the heart that he has for um, people, regardless of who they are, or um, just kind of like, just regardless, it, it, it it, it, it shows that God has a heart for people. Um, the fact that he will go to one of his servants and call them to this great task. And I'm really trying not to get deep up into the story of Jonah. I'm really trying to focus on the call, just the call. The fact that um, God has an assignment, assignments for us to do. He has things for us to be able to fulfill in the earthly realm. And we, in order for us to be able to fulfill those assignments and to know what he's calling us to, we have to be connected to God. Because sometimes God has assignments for us and things for us to do. But if we're not connected to him, if we don't recognize his voice and recognize when he's talking to us, we got, we're, we're not going to know what assignment he has for us. Um, so uh, it, it's so good to be operating in what it is that you have been purposed and called to do. Because then um, God can give you assignments in what you have been called and purposed to do. And in this case, Jonah was called to preach. He was called to talk about um he was called to talk uh, on behalf of God. So when call, God calls you to do something, it's essentially um, it's essentially part of your um, destiny, and it's 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 it goes into your purpose. 
It's not something to be debated over. It's 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 not something that you know. Uh, if, as we'll go along in the text, you will see that while I said that, it, it's not something to be debated over. But I'm really just trying to stay focused on the call. Um, when you hear the call, um, whatever that call may be, and obviously this wasn't. Um, I wouldn't say this was like Jonah's initial calling because he was he was he was a preacher. And so that means that he had already been exercising and practicing that. He responded to that call. And so this was an assignment. This was an assignment uh, that God was calling him to uh, that, that was in align with what he was already doing. Um, this was an assignment that was in uh, align with what something that he was already, already doing. And so um, God knows when to give you certain um, assignments. He knows when to give you certain tasks and he knows when he knows what you're fit for. He knows what you can do because he's the one, if you really allow me to say, um, he's the one that's kind of been molding you. If he truly is the potter and we are the clay, um, then he's the one that's been molding you and shaping you and kind of, um, helping you to develop, um, into whoever it is that you need to be. If you've been going through his, um, his uh, grooming process, I'll say his beautification process, <laughs> So how does the idea of having a call, a purpose to fulfill in the earthly realm, make you feel like, how does it make you feel that, you know, God intentionally created different things and different assignments and different plans for you to do? Um, and it's up to you to be connected to the power. It's up to you to be connected to God. So how does that kind of make you feel? I would kind of say that, you know, um, it makes you, I would say that it should make you feel like, you know, um, like your life isn't in vain. Uh, that there is a, a greater reason for why you exist, a, a greater reason for you just in, um, I would say, just to fulfill your own self-pleasure. Uh, but there are people out there who actually need, uh, who actually need um, God. We need God. Everybody needs God. Who actually need whatever it is that God needs for them to have. I put it that way. And in this case, um, the people of Nineveh needed something um, because their wickedness was coming up before God. That means it, it was it was great. It was great. Uh um, and so uh, he went and he got somebody that he had qualified to be able to do it. And that, that person was by the name of Jonah. And God called him by name. He called him by name. He says, now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, arise. Arise, meaning get up. It's, it's, I need you to go here. Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it. That, he said that great city. It wasn't no little weak city. It was a great city the city of Nineveh. And we'll kind of um, get a little bit on a, another podcast. We'll kind of get a little bit more into the background of Nineveh, uh, why he called it a great city. Uh, we'll kind of get a little bit more into that a little bit later. Right now, I just want to focus on the call, the call. The day you hear my voice heart and not your heart. Sometimes we, you know, we hear God in the initial call when he's calling us into the kingdom. But then when we're into the kingdom, he'll also call us to do different things while we're there. And it's up to us to keep responding every time and not to harden our hearts. And if we do find that we do have some hardness in there, then we have to pray and ask God, hey, I need you to soften. I could pray to ask God, can you soften this? Or, or pray and really, really praise God so that we can respond in a, uh, in a way that's um, worthy to be, in a way that God is worthy to be responded in. Uh, if that makes sense. Making sure I'm making sense on this podcast. <laughs> I pray I'm helping somebody. I'm helping myself if, if I'm not anybody else. Um, so it should make you feel good that God desires for you to do something good for him. But sometimes we don't like the call. Um, sometimes when God calls us to do certain things, sometimes we don't always agree with God. If we can like really find that, uh, 
that within ourselves. I've heard um, it said that sometimes, you know, uh, people run away from their callings. Um, and sometimes, um, and run away from your callings, you, you know, um, as we will see with Jonah, it ain't, it don't always work out for the best because God is, God is one, he's in a soul saving business. And it's not just about, you know, uh, it's not just about necessarily you and what you want to do. Sometimes it's about what I've put in you, um, and what I've created you for is more than just you. And it's going to affect more people than just you. So I really need to, I, I really need to pull this out of you. Um, so, uh, we're going to go through the book of Jonah and see how, um, the calling that he had, um, that God had for him, how that was fulfilled and the process that Jonah had to go through to get to the point where God needed him to be. <laughs> because sometimes when God calls us, we're not there. We're not there. Uh, we're hear him calling us. It's, and it's like, it's so funny to me because sometimes funny, not as in laughing funny, but funny as in sometimes before we even get to the point where God calls us, we're gone cold. We're excited and we want to be used by God. Then when it finally comes time for God to use us, it's kind of like, I'm not sure that I want to be used. I'm not sure that I'm ready to be used. It's, 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 it's so, it's like, it's crazy how life sometimes works. And so, uh, or, or we just don't, I got, I don't agree with what you're telling me to do. And we may not say that exactly, but our response is, is one of that. Um, and we'll kind of see that in Jonah, uh, see that in Jonah where he tells God, I know that you were merciful because I knew your attributes and I knew how you care about people. I didn't want them to receive what you had. I didn't want them to receive your character. I didn't want them to receive that. That's pretty much what Jonah was saying. And sometimes we have that same uh, frame of mind. I want to focus on this call. So sometimes when God is calling you to do something, sometimes you have to put yourself to the side. You do really, and all honestly, because love is selfless and God is love. So he does operate in love and he expects us to operate in love. And he, and so I, this was a, I, the call, God, what is God calling you to do? What did God call them to do? God called, what did God call him to do? He called him to go to that great city called Nineveh. Um, it was a wicked place. It, they, they, were, they were doing some wicked stuff. <laughs> he called him to go to this wicked, this wicked place and, and then preach and tell the truth. Give them an opportunity. God was pretty much give, telling Jonah, I need you to go give them an opportunity um, through, preaching the, through preaching the message. I need you to go give them an opportunity to get it right. Because I want to... When God is calling you to do something, if he's putting somebody before you or he's calling you to do something, there's a reason why he's not just doing it. God has, God is full of purpose. He's not just doing it just because God is full of purpose. Um, so I know in talking about the praise series, um, he has called us to praise. Well, what am they going to get on the praise series? I know this past Sunday, if you didn't check out the praise series, um, check it out. Cause it says, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. So, um, that's something that we all have can participate a call and we all can participate in. It's just pray and praising God. I mean, praising God. But this specific one was a specific task given to a specific man by the name of Jonah. Um, there are sometimes there are specific tasks that God calls you by, put your name on it for you to fulfill. For you to fulfill. It's not for anybody else. It's for you. It's for you to fulfill. Um, so as the followers in Christ, we have been called to fulfill um, the Great Commission. Um, that's something that we've been called to do um, upon um, Jesus' uh, uh, death, burial, and resurrection. Um, we have been called to kind of uh, go into the hedges and the highways and uh, compel men to come. Compel men to come. That's something that we all have been called to do. 
that's not something that, you know, it's, it's, it's not something that, you know, it's that we can choose whether or not we want to do. It's something that we have been called to do. It's something that we have been called to fulfill. Um, just like, uh, just like Jonah had been called to go to the, um, the city of Nineveh, we have been called to go out into the hedges and the highways and compel men to come, meaning go out into the streets, <laughs> get from behind your closed door at your church and go out and get compel men to come. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying go out and do something dangerous. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying go out and just start uh, preaching on those street corner. I'm not saying to do that. That's not what I'm saying. Because I, I believe that even in that, you still have to be led by God. <laughs> you still have to be led by God and how to reach people and how to reach people. Only God knows that. Only God knows what he's put inside of you. Only God knows how he has molded you. Only God knows that. God knows. Um, so I feel like, you know, even when you begin to want to feel the great commission and, and, and that calling, you have to um, see God concerning it. And I believe that he can um, help you to kind of fulfill that in different ways. Um, there is a certain way that um, there's something that um, I feel like, you know, the Lord has laid on my heart. And it's something that I love to do um, that's artsy and crafty. And I'm just kind of like, you know what, I, I think that's an awesome idea. Um, it's not necessarily like the, 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 I would say traditional way of like how people would normally probably, uh, fulfill that. But I believe that, uh, God, you've given me a way that that's beautiful and I'm not going to disclose it yet, but eventually, um, I will, it's not time for it yet. <laughs> it's not time to disclose it yet. You're probably like, what is she talking about? It's a way that God has a tool that God has given me. God can use anything in your life as a, as a witnessing tool. He can use anything in your life as a form to get you to witness you say well i got i love to cook and i have i i, I cook god can use that as a witnessing tool god cook for them sometimes <laughs> he cooked some fish okay <laughs> jesus did jesus cooked some fish for them sometimes and did not god rain manna from heaven so you seem like you that, that's right up that's right up the lord's alley <laughs> does he not supply the earth with seed i'm just i'm just i'm just letting you know god can use whatever it is in your life. Um, he can use it. Uh, just don't put God in the box. Don't put God in the box. Um, if you want to see God outside, work outside of the box, then you stop putting him inside. Stop trying to put him inside of a box. Stop trying to put him inside of a box. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep on going, making sure that I, uh, I wrote down some notes and stuff. So I'm just trying to make sure that I kind of get into this whole, um, this whole synopsis around just being called just being called um because there's so much that you can look at into Jonah but I'm only going to focus on certain things because we want to make sure that we get through the month of July um because on um uh, Tuesdays um we're doing this Bible talk series about Jonah um so every Tuesday in July um I'll be doing just uh different passages on um Jonah and right now I'm focusing on the the, for the first two verses in chapter one where it's talking about the call um the call and just how we can respond to the call um, and next week, we'll actually kind of deal with the response, Jonah's response to um, God calling him to this assignment. Um, Jonah was the name written on this assignment. God didn't call Zechariah. He didn't call Isaiah. He didn't call Obadiah. He called them to do other stuff. <laughs> but on this particular one, I'm calling you, Jonah. <laughs> I'm calling you. He told Jonah, go cry out against it because their wickedness has come up before me. God is merciful. He's just he didn't want to destroy Nineveh, even though the people were wicked. And I kind of talk about how this reveals God's heart. So I believe God wants us to cry out for the wicked. 
I do. I believe that God wants us to cry out. Um, and the reason why I say that is because we have an example right here. I, we have an example right here. I believe sometimes it's, it's just a matter of sometimes we got to pray for folks. Because um, if we, if we want to see souls saved, sometimes that requires us getting on our knees. That requires us sacrificing and praying uh, and just doing whatever it is that God needs us to do. Um, sometimes that, that takes us having to show a, a, go a little extra mile and show some love um, in the way that uh, it's just showing love. Because uh, it's so important, you know, it's so important. This this salvation is not just for those who are just like, you know, in the kingdom right now. But I, I believe that God has an open door policy on allow uh, 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 if you're if you're if you're willing and wanting to be saved. I believe that God is uh God is there. He'll call you when he knows that your heart is ready. He'll, he God knows when to call you. And it's up to you to respond to the call, especially the call of salvation. When God calls you into his kingdom, it's so good to respond to God. <laughs> it's so good to respond to God. It is. Um, even if it's God, I'm res- uh, uh, where we going to get into response next week. I'm not going to, I'm going to keep on focusing on, um, just, um, the re- the purpose and, and the purpose behind our, us being called by God. Um, and the purpose behind us being called by God is because, um, there are certain things that God needs to be done in the earth and he gave us to each other as helpers one to another. <laughs> he gave us, we can be his hands and his feet. And so he needs us to go out and, uh, he needs us to do that kind of stuff and he'll give us the, 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 the tools and the know-how and the assignment, the, the, the will and the different things to get it done, <laughs> to get it done. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, so, um. He called us to do that 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 stuff, and yeah, God can come off His throne and He can um, do whatever it is He He tells us to do. But it is so great that He purposed us. It is so great that He gave us hands and He gave us feet and He gave us a mind. And and it's like, um, I'm gonna allow you to be able to use these tools that you that I've given you, and I'm not just gonna allow you to just kind of sit over there and just kind of be be me, your life be meaningless. But I'm gonna fill it with so much meaning. Um, I feel like when God calls us, he's filling it up with meaning. He's filling it up with purpose. Um, he's given us a reason to just kind of exist. And so um, I believe it's so important to respond to the callings of God on our lives. Um, so God does not rejoice in the doings of the wicked behavior, but he has a heart to want to see them change. And in order for ta- change to um, to take place, we have to respond to God's calling, um, which is what we're going to kind of go into next week, next week, whether that's serving um, in the, on the missionary board, if you're serving in the choir, um, God has a specific um, plan and purpose for your life. Um, the word tells us that he has a spe- specific plan and purpose um, for our lives. Um, Jesus tells us that the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Are you willing to labor? Um, are you willing to labor in whatever it is that God has called you to do? Are you willing to work forward? Are you willing to labor forward? Um, so um, we need less Jonas and more people who respond to um to the yes of God's call. And what I mean by that is just the way that he responded. I know eventually if you go along in the text, he did, he did eventually do what God called him to do. Um, but, uh, I know some people, they, they, uh, and I'm not going to say in my own life that I haven't responded in the inner Jonah sense as far as like running away from whatever it is that God has called and purpose in my heart. And I had to come on right on back around, um, and be like, you know what? I just need to do this and I don't need to let, um, nothing deter me. And it may not be the same, the same reason why you run may not be the same reason why Jonah ran. It may could be something completely different, but I know that I've heard uh, uh, testimonies of several people uh, that like have had have had this type of experience with running, especially when you called up to the pulpit. 
<laughs> and then you realize that you know what God um I've, that's where I kind of mainly heard this heard this this ad this talked about among like different people giving testimonies that people that's been called today that pulpit <laughs> and then sometimes you know I feel like my my little spat was running with sometimes God it's like I didn't expect you to call me to um sometimes you don't expect God to call you to the level of greatness that he does call you to it's like God I'm okay with where I was or just the idea of where I thought you were calling me to. But then when he, when he begins to really want you to step into your calling, he shows you that I got more for you that, than that. It's kind of like, Lord Jesus, I really wasn't expecting you to call me to something like that. <laughs> and so you have to get over this whole little running phase, this little running phase. Oh, I'm trying uh, you, know, you have to get over this whole little running phase. So there are so many different responses. Uh, I just uh, believe that there is just so many different responses when it comes to being called. And eventually you're going to have to like re respond. And so we're going to get into the response a little bit next week. Um, the response that Jonah had. Um, and I believe that when God calls you to do certain things, um, it's not to take away life from you, but add to your life, um, to add to your life. We should rejoice. Um, when God called, we should rejoice. Um, because of whatever, um, whatever God is calling you to, to is it calling you to is to, to fulfill something, um, uh, to fulfill something, whether that's, um, uh, fulfilling the fact that, um, lives are being changed and souls are being saved is to fulfill something. He's not just going to give you, um, something meaningless and purposeless, but it, it's for a reason. It's to fulfill something. Um, and so, um, uh, this, just this, this ideal of just being called this, 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 the call, the call the call. I'm calling you. I, I put your name on this assignment and I'm giving it to you. Um, so I will ask you, are you running? Has God called you to something or is he calling on you? Is he, is he calling you into salvation? Is he calling you to go and feed the hungry? Where is God calling you to? And are you running? Are you fulfilling that? Um, cause sometimes we have to, we don't even recognize that we do run. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes we just do not recognize that we do run. I'm just like, you know what, Lord, I have, I didn't even realize that I was even running away from that. <laughs> And then when you recognize it, it's kind of like you have to like, you can't help but to respond. You have to like, uh, you can't help but to respond. And so um, I'm just kind of, I just think it's just so amazing. Um, just some of the things that God will call you to. I'm pretty sure when Joseph, we're going to go there. I'm pretty sure when Joseph was um, was thrown inside of the, uh, the, uh, the pit and sold into slavery, um, he never would have thought that. Uh, and then he was, you know, he went through his little uh, spats in Egypt, ended up getting thrown in uh, prison because he was lied on um, and different things like that. But I'm pretty sure he never would have thought that he was called to actually um, save, um, to go before his brothers, to save their lives, and along with many others. Along with many others. He was second in command to Pharaoh. He went from being a doggone slave to being second in command to Pharaoh. And saving uh, the, uh, the Egyptians, the Israelites, and just the, the surrounding areas. I'm like, that's what I mean by sometimes when you think, you know, though this is, I, I, I'm we're operating in this, and then God will call you to something greater. Isn't that not amazing? Isn't that not amazing? So Joseph um, was called to go before his brothers, and, and the way that he went before his brothers, that wasn't pretty. <laughs> the way he went before his, the way, the, the, the pathway that he had to take in order to get there. Uh, was was a pathway of rejection. It was a pathway of loneliness. Can you just imagine? Can you imagine what it was like to go with strangers being sold by your brothers into something that 
that you really don't understand. It's just, it was just a different culture, a different language. Uh, this is what Joseph had to encounter and to endure. And then while you're faithfully serving, uh, while you're faithfully serving, um, because you're not lining up with what's uh, the wrong that someone else wants you to do, you're being falsely accused and then thrown into another situation of bondage. And then God allowing him to find favor there. And then it's just amazing. And then God stepping in and be like, I'm going to work this out for his good, allowing you to be able to interpret these dreams. And eventually this is going to come back around. Uh, I imagine that the time frame that the uh, Pharaoh wasn't dreaming that the, the baker that was not the baker, the, um, which one was restored? The one that was restored, the other one, because <laughs> there was two of them that, that he interpreted dreams for. Can you imagine um, just like maybe that was like, you know, the time period, the time period of silence. He, that, that, he could have been thinking, um, have forgotten all about Joseph. Um, and he could have been thinking about ways that he can probably, um, how can I uh, uh, tell Pharaoh about Joseph without getting my head chopped off? Or or you don't know. You do not know. And God, but God was the one who created the opportunity for Joseph to be able to get into position and to get into place. Because Joseph had to come somehow come before Pharaoh. It was necessary to save because the famine was coming. The famine was coming and only God knew about this famine. God knew about this seven year famine and this seven year of plenty. And so what did he do? He needed, he needed to put, Joseph had to get into position and get into place. And so God created the perfect storm for him to be able to get into position and get into place. I'm talking about being called. And not only was he called, but this was a chosen role. Um, this was a chosen role for Joseph. And so uh, I want to get into Daniel. Daniel was called to be favored by the Babylonian leadership, um, not only under Nebuchadnezzar's reign, but also under King Darius' reign. He was called. He was chosen. Daniel, um, he, and most of us know about Daniel. He was Daniel in the three in the lion's den. He, um, Daniel in the lion's den. That's what most people know about Daniel. But Daniel was interpreting. He interpreted Pharaoh's dream. Daniel was. Uh, he was part of the leadership thing. He was. Uh, do you know why he was thrown into the lion's den? It was over prayer. It was over him praying. <laughs> That's why he was thrown in there. Uh, because uh, they, 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 was, they, was setting, they wanted to set Daniel up because they didn't want to see him promoted. <laughs> they didn't want to see Daniel promoted. They wanted the promotion that the um, king was getting ready to give him. That's why he was thrown into the lion's den. So what I'm telling you is sometimes when God calls you to do something, it ain't always going to look pretty. It ain't always going to be a pathway of just easy. It's not going to always look like it's just supposed to. It's not always going to look good. It's not always going to be like that. Sometimes you're going to have to go down a path that you're not always going to be wanting it to take. So, um, and, 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 and I know that we, we, we're, we're going to go back to Jonah, but I'm just, I'm, I'm pulling in other examples of the Bible of people that were called, uh, Daniel, uh, Daniel was, uh, he told, he, 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 he gave revelations. He had visions. He fasted. He, 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 he taught the three, he taught the other Hebrew Hebrews about, you know, about honoring God, uh, uh, Daniel, cause they were taken into captivity. And so, uh, uh, but God favored him and gave him understanding and wisdom. God was doing something. God was doing something. God was doing something. So some, when God is calling you, some, especially when you were in like a, 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 a situation of just captivity, bondage, whatever, God is, God is up to something. When God allows his people to get into something, he's up to something. <laughs> he's up to something great. He's up to something great. Um, and so, and then not only was Joseph called, not only was Daniel called, Samuel. Samuel was called to be the last judge of Israel. His mother gave him up when he was just a boy. 
a little, a little, after she had waned him from off of uh, the milk, uh, she gave him to Eli the priest, and he was raised to, to, to be a leader uh, among God's people. He was the last judge of Israel before um, King Saul came into position. He anointed King Saul and he anointed King David when God rejected King Saul. So uh, the different callings, there are reasons why God is calling um, different things. And, Sam, and Samuel had to respond when God told him um, that he had rejected King Saul. He had to respond when God told him to go and anoint King David. He had to respond at the time when God told him to go anoint King Saul. And then he had to respond. So there were throughout Samuel's walk with God, he's a good one, because throughout his walk with God, he had to always keep responding to what God was calling him to do. Each time God told him to do something he had to keep on responding to God's calls so when you just because okay after you've been called into salvation what else is God calling you to do while you are at work in his kingdom and so Jonah Jonah we see in Jonah let's let's go Jonah uh chapter 1 verses 1 through 2 it says now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the son of Amittai I don't know if I'm saying that exactly right but that's what I'm gonna call it Amittai saying arise go to Nineveh that great city and cry out against it for their wickedness has come up before me Jonah was called to do this and sometimes we have to be able to uh, recognize when we are being called to do something Recognize when it is God, and that, and let me tell you how what that ha how that happens. It happens when you spend time with God, when you when you spend time trying to learn His voice, when you when you when you spend time with Him. How else do you learn something? When you spend time, when you seek for understanding, when you seek for wisdom, when you seek for knowledge, when you begin to learn, you have to learn different things. A baby learns how to talk through constant interaction with people that are talking around them, and their lips begin to move and they begin to form. And begin to form those words. So um, I'm going to um, end this podcast with a prayer. And this week we are be going, the Bible talk for this week is um, Jonah. Um, and so far we've been focusing on the call, uh, which is Jonah 1, 1 through 2. Giving various um, examples of people in the Bible that were called and what they were called to. And um, God is still calling people to do different things. Um, so if you've ever been... Oh, excuse me, y'all. So if you've ever been told that, you know, um, God ain't um, doing no more calling, yes, he is. <laughs> I'm not saying that people have been told that, but if you have, God is. And how do you know that God ain't called you to do something? So if whatever you're going through, the calling is sometimes the way um, to answering the call of God ain't always pretty. Sometimes God got to allow stuff to line up in your life because sometimes I need you to go through this storm because um, this storm is going to put you in the, in, the, in the pathway, the person that I need you to get to. Because right now you... Where you at right now, you are a long way from who I need you to, where I need you to go to. And so I need I need you to, I'm going to allow some things that line, line up in your house and hap, happen in your life. So that you can um, get to where I need you to be and get in front of the person I need you to get in front of. That's what I'm learning about God. You don't, um, uh, everything works together for the good for those who are the called. And I'm so, uh, when God is calling you to do something, it doesn't matter what storm hits your life. I'm telling you it's going to work out for the good. Uh, when Peter walked on that water and he began to sink, um, do you not know that I believe that his faith went uh, to a whole nother level? I do. I believe that um, his faith increased after that. And Jesus helped him back on that boat. And he recognized that I can call on Jesus no matter what situation I'm in. And he will come and he will help give me a hand and lift me up. So when we go through different things in our life, 
um, there is preparedness for the call. And do you not know that um, Peter is the one that was given the keys to loose and to bind different things? Um, on this pond, this rock, I shall build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. When God calls you to do a certain thing, he told him, come on out here on this water. When Peter asked him, bid me to come out there, and he told him, come. He told him, come. And when Peter put that foot on that water, do you not know that he was taking a leap of faith and that that journey stepped him into a whole nother, a whole nother, I feel like a whole nother dimension with God. I do. And so um, you may say, well, what, what proof do you have of that? Uh, well, the proof of my own life. I know that there are certain things that sometimes when um, I may be afraid and I step out on it and then I recognize that my relationship has got, my relationship with a connection with God has grown a little bit different, has grown a little bit stronger in this area. Um, and so when you actually have a walking out on water experience, not 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 literally, but when you have like that type of, of an experience um, figuratively, in a figurative sense, um, you can recognize that I know that his faith has been increased, had to be having been increased. So I pray that on today you are blessed and that you would just um, just recognize the blessings of God in your life. So we're going to go ahead and pray and end this podcast with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord God, for this day. I thank you, Lord God, for your many wonderful blessings. I thank you, Lord God, for just um, being willing to call us to do certain things for you. You are the great God. You are a good father, and there is none like you in all the earth. I thank you for your everlasting love, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for just what you have called us to do on today, Lord God, and let your will be done in our lives on today. Thank you, Lord God, for giving us the story of Jonah, Lord God, to be an example for us, Lord God, of how we should just respond. And, Lord God, the fact that you do call and give specific assignments for us to do. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you're working out. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that you would just live the life of victory on today. You have just tuned in to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with Lynn Stacy. You can go on various podcast platforms such as Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcasts, and listen in. You can also go on Facebook or Instagram and follow at Lynn Stacy Studios. If today's podcast has been a blessing to you, please share and remember to go forward and be blessed.